We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The seed that was prophesied in Genesis, the third chapter, the seed of the woman would bruise the head of the serpent. Well, that seed was the Word of God, or Jesus, that it was talking about. And Mary conceived the Word of God. So she received the Word by the angel, conceived it in her heart, it manifested itself in her physical body, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So here's an opposite of the situations. Zacharias was struck dumb for nine months to keep him from speaking unbelief. And then you notice when the child was born, and they said, well, we'll name him Zacharias. And Elizabeth said, no, we're going to name him John. Well, they said, there's none of your family that name. And they said, we'll just give Zacharias a tablet and let him tell us what the name will be. And he said, his name shall be John. Now, when he named him exactly what the angel said, then his tongue was loosed. In other words, that sign was given to him and stayed on him until he had completely fulfilled what God said to do. Even to the name, he couldn't even speak after the child was born. Then right on the other hand, right in the same chapter, there's Mary that received the word of God. And she said after the angel explained to her that the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and you'll conceive and that holy thing will be called the Son of God. It was the Word of God. She conceived the Holy Word of God and it was manifest in her physical body. The next word she said was, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. In other words, that means look. (laughs) She said, Look, you found the one that'll believe you. Be it unto me according to thy word. Now, you know that's the way we ought to be about the word of God. We ought to see a promise in the word of God and say, Behold, you found somebody that'll believe you. Father, be it unto me according to your word. That's what David said on several occasions. Be it unto me according to thy word. Well, she received the word of God and it caused the manifestation of exactly what the Word said. Now let's talk about releasing angels. We've been talking about not provoking your angel. Let's talk about releasing angels. Let's go to Genesis, the 24th chapter. You find that Abraham is old, and uh, let's read from verse 1. Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his elder servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife of my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go into my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs... Bring thy son again into the land from which thou camest. And Abraham said unto him, Beware thou that thou bring not my son thither. The Lord God of heaven, which took me out of my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, 
and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land, he shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Now, someone might say, Well, wasn't that presumptuous of Abraham to say that God would send an angel before? Well, evidently Abraham believed in the ministry of angels. Now, as we come over into the 39th verse of that same chapter, let's notice what happened here. He's explaining to him what happened. He said, I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel before thee, and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife of my son of thy kindred and of thy father's house. Now, this is why the angel prospered his way, because he said he would. Now, I want to mention something here, and I want you to notice it all throughout the rest of the teaching sessions that we do on the subject of angels. That angels were called upon because of words. They came on the scene because of the words of the individual. Now, you can see here, there's no place here that it says that God specifically directed that angel to do that. But Abraham said it by faith. He believed it. Now, see, we're going to have to say some things in my faith. I mean, we miss it sometimes when we think that it's just going to happen. Well, it happened to Abraham. Maybe it'll happen to me. No, it probably won't happen to you. <laughs> because Abraham had faith enough to say some things about it. You see, when we get over into the New Testament there in Mark eleven twenty three, where Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith to come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. There's a law of faith involved there. Now this thing runs all through the Bible. It didn't just start in Mark's gospel. God told Joshua, in Joshua 1.8, Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth. Meditate therein day and night, observe to do all that's written therein, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. In other words, he said, Keep my word in your mouth. And it'll cause faith to come. And then the things you say will release power. So Mark eleven twenty three, that principle has been all through the Bible. God just simply shared some more things with us about it. So here we find Abraham just simply saying that the angel will go before him. I suppose he probably read Psalms 91. Don't you imagine? <laughs> Well, I don't know that he read Psalm 91 because it probably wasn't written then. But he knew some things by the Spirit of God. See, we have to realize that these Old Testament characters couldn't read some of the things that we can read in the New Covenant. They had very little of the Word of God. You realize that Abraham couldn't even read Genesis. <laughs> he was just going by what God said. Faith in what God said. Well, he got an angel involved. Now, let's go to Proverbs, the 10th chapter. Abraham was a man that believed God. The Bible says he believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Well, if it's imputed to him for righteousness, if we believe God, it would be imputed to us for righteousness. I'm convinced of that. Sometimes we get off on a tangent of unbelief sometimes because of a, a lack of the word. And I mean, we can just stay out of the Word for a few days and you can tell the difference in it. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 11. It says, The mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, 
Now see, Abraham, righteousness was imputed to him because he believed God. And the mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. He just simply said, the angel will go before you and he'll prosper. He was saying, we have favor with God and the angel will go and prosper in our way. Now, if the righteous man's mouth is a well of life, then if we're righteous, we ought to be able to draw out of that well of life. But you see, the problem is, so many people are operating in the latter half of this verse where it says the violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Now, that doesn't necessarily just limit it to the wicked people. Christian people can proclaim things. If Abram had said, well, go on down there and see what happens, it'll probably be like everything else I've tried. It won't work out, and, you know, we'll probably fail. It'd just be our luck that you won't find one. There wouldn't have been a need in him going. The angel wouldn't have gone with him. But he said some things in faith. Now, I can't emphasize this enough. And through the Word of God, it's emphasized over and over and over. Right here in verse 20 in the same chapter, it says, The tongue of the just is as choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is little worth. Verse 6 in the 11th chapter, says, The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. Verse 5 says, The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way. We have to speak some things that are right concerning the Word of God and what God says about it. He says, Whatever we do will prosper. We ought to say, Whatever we do will prosper. And my angel will go before and make sure that it does prosper the things that I do. But we need to believe that. We need to act on it. Release some faith in that. Because God is saying some things to us here that will help us. Releasing angels. Abraham released an angel in his behalf. He didn't quit. I'll tell you what. He didn't give up and quit and say, well, it won't work in anything. Now, I'll tell you the problem with a lot of people. And if you're not careful, you will fall into the same negative stream. Because I'll tell you, there's a negative stream running through this world. You see it over television. You see it in the news media. You see it through all the affairs of life. And you have to be filled with the Spirit of God to stay out of that negative stream. Then it's an act of your will. Like I said, any old dead fish can float downstream. But it takes a live fish to go upstream. And if you're confessing what God says about you, you're going upstream. You're going against the negative stream. There's people that'll try to tell you you're in error. They'll call you a cult. They'll call you everything in the world. But I'll tell you, I know it's the Word of God and God said it. And I'm not going to lie against the truth. I'm going to say what God said, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the situation. Now, I'm going to do everything I can to change the situation. And I'm going to confess that the angels have charge and that they go before me and prepare my way and lead me to the place that God has prepared for me. I believe we ought to confess that daily, that the angels make a way for me to get to the place that God wants me to be. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer number 7404. It's entitled where Satan gets his power. You might be surprised. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. Have you ever considered this? 
Where does the enemy get his power? Did God give it to him? Did he just generate his own power and just do his own thing? Absolutely not. Then where does Satan get his power? You'll be surprised to find out in the Word of God that he gets it from you. Your words, your body gives you authority on this planet. And if you don't submit yourself to God and resist the devil, he will not flee from you. But if you will submit yourself to God, resist the devil with the Word of God, he will flee from you. But you know, you hear so many people butting up with the devil. They say, well, you know, the devil does this every time. Every time we get things that are going real good, then the devil comes in, throws a monkey wrench in the deal, and tears everything up. He does that every time. Oh, is that right? Did you know that the Bible says that you will have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart and believe what you're saying will come to pass? Mark eleven twenty three and 24. Then Jesus in Matthew twenty one twenty two said, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer believing, you shall receive. Well, what about speaking things you're believing? Same thing, because Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, you shall have them. That's tape offer number 7404. It's entitled, Where Satan Gets His Power. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.